Welcome to this joyous wedding podcast, and thank you for joining me. I'm Andrea Pertel, and I'm a full-time professional wedding officiant in New Jersey. Over the past nine years, I've had the pleasure to officiate over a thousand weddings. In this podcast, I will share with you my wedding tips. I will have a question and answer segment, and I will share wedding stories, mine or yours, your questions, or your advice. Uh, I would love to hear from you. Contact me with your questions, advice, wedding stories. They can be heartfelt, comical, or wedding fails. Did you have a, oh, no, she didn't moment, or an, oh, no, he didn't moment? I want to hear about it. Was there something that you did that you regret or something that you didn't do that you regret? Do you have advice and tips to share? Contact me at Andrea at thisjoyous.com. That's A-N-D-R-E-A at T-H-I-S-J-O-Y-O-U-S dot com to share on my next episode. I will never share your email or spam you, only your stories and advice. So thanks again for joining me today. I hope everybody is doing well and all your loved ones are well and you're making the best of your quarantine or self-isolation and working out of your house. Uh, hopefully enjoying um, the company of your loved ones and staying healthy as we uh, flatten the curve and get through this. And because of this, because of the coronavirus, um, many couples have either decided to postpone their wedding, pushing it out a full year, or many have decided to downsize. Have you decided to downsize your wedding ceremony and your celebration? Many couples are going that route rather than reschedule to next year. Micro wedding packages, or sometimes they're called mini ceremonies, are very popular right now. These packages are usually for 10 guests to 30 max. Of course, right now it depends on what your current state is allowing for gatherings. I'm in New Jersey and the gathering rule today, which is May 26, <laughs> uh, is 25 maximum. It will increase as things get better with the spread of the coronavirus, but how and when exactly we don't know. So as it stands today, outside gatherings are 25 people or less. So for your micro wedding, think of a venue with an outdoor area for your ceremony that allows plenty of room for social distancing. You can have the traditional ceremony that you had planned, but just with your closest loved ones. You should still work closely with your officiant to create a very personal ceremony, something fitting for this intimate gathering of those you love most. Something that includes a bit of your story as a couple would be nice. Maybe something about how you met or why you fell in love with each other. This is also a nice time to include personal vows with each other and maybe an additional element like a love letter wine box ceremony. This is a special add-on to your ceremony where you basically create your very own 
romantic time capsule. You each write a love letter to the other, and you don't read them. You put them in the box with a bottle of wine to be open on your first wedding anniversary. So on your first anniversary, you open the box, you read the love letters, pop open the bottle of wine and celebrate. Then write each other a new love letter, don't read them, get a new bottle of wine and repeat every year. I love this. I think about looking back after five years, 10 years, 15, 20 of all those love letters and you can see what happened each year. I'm sure there'll be wonderful ups and downs and it, it's just a great way to look back um, on your marriage with each other. I just love this. It, it That ceremony always strikes me as a very intimate one. And I guess it's the love letter part. Another fabulous element to include in a small gathering is the ring warming ceremony. It is widely believed that precious metals hold energy. The more enduring the object, the more the energy will be absorbed. So before you exchange rings, you pass them amongst your guests. Each guest, while holding the rings in their hand, will quietly, to themselves, take a moment to warm the precious metal of your rings with their wishes, prayers, and blessings for you guys and your marriage. Then once they have been passed around and warmed with your uh, loved one's blessings, the officiant will say, these rings now contain in their precious metal that which is more precious and yet priceless, the love and support of your family and friends. Then you exchange them with your own special words to each other. I will include a link to this special wording on my Facebook and Instagram pages. Look at my Facebook page. It is This Joyous Wedding Podcast. And my Instagram is this joyous podcast. I will put some links for all different wording for those elements on there. These micro weddings still allow you to create your own personalized ceremony wording with all the traditions of a larger wedding. Your guests are dressed formal. You decorate with some beautiful flower arrangements. Your wedding party is downsized to a best man and maid of honor. If you have children, perhaps you also include a ring bearer and flower girl, but you do away with the eight bridesmaids and the eight groomsmen. I would suggest live classical musicians rather than a DJ. A DJ for such a small gathering is overpowering. Classical musicians can play your ceremony music, your first dance, music and your background music during dinner, plus classical musicians are more intimate and create a more romantic and elegant atmosphere. Of course, you need a professional photographer to capture your ceremony in all the traditional wedding photos. Choose a venue that also has outdoor seating for your after ceremony celebration dinner or make it a brunch or a lunch, whatever you choose. Picture a long table decorated with small flowers in the middle, with arranged in the middle, and romantic string of cafe lighting. 
if the venue does not have that type of string lighting, then use lanterns and electric candles with flowers to decorate the table and around the table area. Since it's such a small gathering, take this opportunity to have an excellent meal. You know what I mean? Really fine dining, high-end, high-quality, fancy meal with all the trimmings, and of course, a traditional wedding cake, just a smaller size, and include the traditional cake cutting. There should be a space at your venue for first dance traditions and maybe a couple of slow dances for all the guests to join in. How romantic. Include the traditional champagne toasts and a speech given by the parents or best man or maid of honor or everyone. You can even end your celebration by lighting sparklers or some other fun activity, making s'mores around a fire pit, something like that, whatever your venue has to offer. I love these small gatherings. Since they are small, they are easier on your budget, which is something we can all use right now. But this also allows you to spend extra on that fine dining, on the beautiful flowers, because you won't be needing as much, and on your decor. An intimate gathering is more romantic and formal, yet since it is small, it is also warm and inviting. You can currently find many venues and wedding vendors that are running micro wedding specials. Officiants, photographers, musicians, they're all on board with this, all dedicated to making your wedding day just as special as they can. I know I'm running a fabulous special. Look it up on uh, www.forthisjoyousoccasion.com. If you think you will really miss the big celebration with all your friends from college, etc., then simply have another celebration on your anniversary. And that one can be the fun party the night away vibe with the DJs, etc. I mean, you can even change the guest list up. You don't need to include um, the grandparents or the aunts or whatever to this one. This could just be the party. And on the bright side, you can get another dress, a reception dress to dance the night away in. Next, I would like to talk to you about an element that most couples like to include in their wedding ceremony, no matter how big or how small. It is a thank you to the guests and an acknowledgement of loved ones who have passed. I would like to share some wording for this especially for loved ones who have passed. I think it's always a nice touch. After all, it is the love and the interaction and the support of our family and friends that helped to shape us into who we are today and ultimately brought you to this beautiful moment in your lives. The more love that you receive from others, the more love that you're able to give to others and marriage is a celebration of love. So do take a quick moment and acknowledge with gratitude your loved ones who have passed beyond this life. It can be done with just a simple sentence. For example, on behalf of the bride and groom, or on behalf of the brides, or on behalf of the grooms, I would like to thank each one of you for sharing this happiest of days with them. 
they also take this opportunity to remember with love those who are no longer with us. They are always in our hearts. Or something like, this is a special time of joy and celebration that John and Mary will always remember. And because of this, they are deeply grateful to all of you for sharing this happiest of days with them. They also like to acknowledge loved ones who are no longer physically with us, but are here with us in spirit as we celebrate this joyous occasion. If you would like, and of course, if it does not cause sadness or take away from your ceremony, you can name names. For example, John and Mary wish to pay tribute to Mary's beloved father, George, who is no longer with us physically, but whose gifts of love and compassion over the years will always be cherished and remembered. We are certain that he is here with us today in spirit. I always ask the couple for two words to describe their loved one. So instead of uh, whose gifts of love and compassion, maybe they want to say whose gifts of laughter and generosity, whose gifts of kindness and compassion. Pick a few words that... Um, specifically talk to their loved one. You can also choose to include a moment of silence. So you could end that acknowledgement, that acknowledgement with, in their memory, let us be silent a moment together. You can light a memory candle, usually done for a very close relative, like our mother or father, who should definitely be there, but they're missing this major milestone in your life. Include some of the wording I already mentioned, but add a flame will burn for the day in recognition and memory of this deeply loved, well-remembered, and much-missed woman or mother. Or end on one of the above acknowledgments with the bride and groom will now light a candle in his or her memory. And the couple then walk to the table and together light the memory candle. Also a prayer in their honor or a reading of their favorite poem is nice to include. I have also seen couples leave an open chair in the front row with a rose or a photo on it. So have you decided to downsize and go with a micro wedding? I would love to hear what you have planned. Have you honored a loved one who has passed during your ceremony? Please share with us how you did that. Email me at andrea at thisjoyous.com. That's A-N-D-R-E-A at T-H-I-S-J-O-Y-O-U-S dot com. Or message me on Facebook at This Joyous Wedding Podcast or my Instagram, This joyous podcast. I also want to you to contact me with your questions, your advice, and your wedding stories. They can be heartfelt, comical, or wedding fails. Did you have a, oh no, she didn't moment, or oh no, he didn't moment? I want to hear about it. Was there something you did that you regret, or something you didn't do that you regret? Do you have advice and tips to share? Contact me at Andrea at thisjoyous.com, A-N-D-R-E-A at T-H-I-S-J-O-Y-O.
com to share on my next episode. I will never share your email or spam. Uh, only share your stories and advice. So peace, love, and be married. Your local Jersey Shore wedding officiant.